You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life, which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996-1641. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Violet Sanctuary Spa, certified gateway dreaming coach, angel therapy practitioner, and certified crystal healer, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Yay, it's Friday. Woo! Throw confetti in the air. Again, welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa radio show on Blog Talk Radio. So um, today I'm going to be talking about three more goddesses that are discussed throughout my book and dab a little bit in the goddess readings and talk about little chapters and all that greatness. So again, the phone number to call in is 619-996-1641. You can press 1 to speak to the host, which is me. (laughs) And you can also join the chat room, post your comments in there, all that greatness. Um, I look forward to it. And... um, I'm just going to make a little note on Facebook. They're saying that I'm on here now because I had internet issues earlier. So this will be fun. All righty. So just a few housekeeping things going on here. Uh, registration is open for, uh, or not registration, uh, reservations. <laughs> you have to register. <laughs> but for my book launch party, um, you can RSVP. I have the one page up on my Facebook, and there will be a page on my website coming up soon. So I'm very excited for that, and some people have already RSVP'd. I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be on, on uh, May 8th at the Please Touch Museum. There's going to be a lot of good things going on there. I'm asking the women to wear their goddess dresses, so that should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm just really looking forward to it. So, again, that's May 8th at the Please Touch Museum. If you want more information, you can just send an email out to me at tia.johnson at violetsanctuaryspot.com. For my newsletter, uh, if you subscribe to... Uh, the Violet Sanctuary Spy newsletter and become part of the VSS newsletter tribe, <laughs> you you will receive a 30-page workbook called your 2014 Divine Manifestation Workbook, and the focus is to create, manifest, and uh, thrive throughout the year. So what I did was I, I created this 30-page workbook to include a crystal calendar because I'm a certified crystal healer, so I love talking about crystals. And for that crystal calendar, what I did was um, 
I just meditated and focused on which crystal we should use um, uh, per month. And there's like a little message there how you can use it, all that goodness. So that's some insight uh, how to use that one. Um, I also included uh, posters for you to fill in and, you know, print out um, thought-provoking questions, all that goodness for you. So, uh, again, you can just go to my website, which is violetsanctuaryspa.com, and then a little pop-up box will uh, come up, and you can um, uh, subscribe there. Or you can go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa, and and you can uh, see there, there are posts there you can click on one of the posts, and um, sign up that way. Uh, next, for uh, just as a heads up, for the rest of the month, I will be talking about, well, for the rest of the month, each Friday, I will be talking about my book, um, different chapters, and so forth. So if you have questions, if there is um, um, anything, any concerns, you know, anything like that, you can call in, you can you can email me a question, and I'll... Um, I'll address it. I'm looking forward to this. This is um, not just to promote my book, but also for people who can't make it to um, the book launch party. Uh, This is your chance to ask questions and so forth and get to know the book a bit better. Uh, Tomorrow, Saturday, um, it is Drop Everything and Read Day. So I'm going to be offering my uh, ebook again for 99 cents. So make sure that you are um, on Amazon <laughs> tomorrow, and I'll send it throughout the, the weekend. So that's starting from the 12th all the way out to Monday. It's going to, um, I'm just going to be celebrating Drop Everything and Read Day. So make sure again that you are uh, on Amazon.com, and then you can just click on my ebook, purchase it for 99 cents. That was so much fun uh, last time when I offered my book for 99 cents when it was reading ebook week. That was lots of fun, and people wrote to me. So that was really, really cool. I enjoyed doing that. Um, so, again, you know, you go on Amazon.com. You could type in Violet Sanctuary Spa, or I'm sorry, not Violet Sanctuary Spa. You could type in To Be Goddess Tia Johnson, and it will pop up there, and you can, uh, you can, you can check it out that way. All right. So that's the the news that I have there. Oh, one one last thing, uh webinars. You can download the webinars from January, February, and March by going to my website. Uh you go to valleysanctuaryspa.com forward slash webinars and you can have access to um those webinars and the bonuses uh listed there. Well the, the hidden YouTube videos and stuff like that. So, again, you go to my website, com forward slash webinars, and and what you could do is you just click the button to download those webinars, and you can have access to join the Violet Sanctuary Spa webinar Facebook group, and it's just open to those who attended the webinars and, of course, those who look at it uh, later on. So January was a January webinar dealt with um, self love because it was self love month, and I had a special guest there for that webinar. And February dealt with um, dreams, and then March. De- oh, excuse me, February was uh, for astrology and the archangels, and I had a special guest for that webinar. And then um, March was for um, the dreams, um, our sanct- our sacred dreams, and that was a lot of fun. So those are three really cool webinars. This month I'm 
toying with the idea of having a webinar or a um, a phone telephone conferencing type of thing. So I will let you know it will be during the end of this month. So I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go, especially since I had a little bit of technical issues with the webinar. So um, that's the approach I'm taking there. Now, for today's topic, the three goddesses we will be working with today, Bridget, Athena, and Dana. So I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to talk about these goddesses because um, I've been working with Bridget for some time now. Um, when I first began understanding, you know, getting to know the goddesses, Bridget was the first, actually the second goddess. Um, Isis was the first goddess that um, I was able, no, actually, actually, I'm sorry, it was Bridget. Bridget was the first goddess that I came across, and then Isis was the second one followed up by Freya, and we talked, to, talked about Isis and Freya um, last Friday. So uh, with Bridget, uh, the first goddess, she was a very fiery, you know, element type of goddess. So if you really want to get the job done, you want some passion, you know, behind that emotion, Bridget is definitely who you want to communicate with during um, that time. Um, I always tell people that working with goddesses isn't just um, a hobby or, you know, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to test this out. Um, We always start off with the emotion of innocence and, you know, curiosity and and other things like that. But it is something to be taken seriously because we are working with, you know, divine energies here. So to give you a background on Bridget, well, her name, first of all, it can be spelled various ways, but the way I spell it in the book is B-R-I-G-I-T. Sometimes there's a D in there. Um, Like I said, there, there are many, many ways, but that's just how it's spelled in the book. And she is the Irish Celtic triple moon goddess of the sacred flame and protector, also known as St. Bridget. And when I uh, describe her as St. Bridget in the little box there, um, I have it spelled the way her name is spelled when when, uh, she's referred to as a saint, which is B-R-I-G-I-D. So again... um, triple moon goddess has to do with the maiden, the mother, and the crone. And what that means is that um, there's three aspects of a woman, which she's a young maiden. So this is when we are young and trying to experience different things. The world is a new adventure to us. We haven't really um, experienced much of life yet because it is just that grand adventure. There's so many possibilities. We're the new kid on the block. Um, When we are a mother, or in the mother aspect, we could actually be a mother, uh, mothering a child, mothering a pet, mothering a business, you know, mothering a family member. We have that motherly archetype going on. Um, it also means this is a time we are more mature in our lives. So we, we've learned a few lessons, right? We're no longer the new kid on the block. You know, we, we, are, um, we are able to give advice you know, because we learned so much along the way. So it's sort of like a midway point in our life. And then the crone is is really when uh, we are older and wiser, you know. uh, So these are our golden years. So we could be a grandmother, you know. We could be someone who is um, the, the master. So we are teaching people. But like I always say, 
the master will always be the student because the master knows that learning never stops, right? But the student may not become the master. The student may, you know, remain at that that level and not want to take on the responsibilities of being a master, may not want to dive more deeply into a certain aspect, um, and so forth. But the master is always the student. So this is the point of our life where we are, like I was saying, the grandmother, the master, the teacher, and so forth. We have learned so much by this time that we are just, just our mere presence. This teaches people the how-to. This teaches people, you know, things. For example, you might walk into a room and, you know, you're just mingling with people, you know, and, and everything's fine. You're laughing, ha-ha, hee-hee-ho, all that goodness. And then someone else walks into the room, and you can just feel it. You might not have seen this person just yet, but you feel like you have to turn around. Their mere presence just demands the attention, demands that authority, just all that energy that just comes out. This is what uh, happens when you reach this stage of your life. And also, as a side note, this doesn't have to deal with age. We can go through cycles in a business. We can go through cycles in a relationship. You know, so there's just so many levels to a triple moon goddess. But just by default, the mating, the mother, and the crone deals with us being younger, us being middle age, and us being upper in age. So that's how Bridget is a triple moon goddess. She um, she is involved with those three um, aspects of our life. Symbols of Bridget, fire, light, candle, sunrise, um, and, of course, the triple moon symbol. Um, I'm, I talk a lot about the triple moon because that is very, very important um, in, in our lives. So even though the sacred flame is also very important, uh, just because we're focusing on the divine feminine, I just thought that the triple moon aspect is something that I want to talk about more because we can go on and on and on about the sacred flame. That is another huge aspect. But anyway, so those are some of her symbols. Um, again, that fiery aspect. Uh, so her colors are red, orange, yellow. You know, those main colors, uh, that's what you would see or want to use when you're working with um, Goddess Bridget. So uh, throughout To Be Goddess, there are – um, suggestions and examples giving to you how you can work with goddesses, what this means to you, um, embracing your journey and so forth. So if you want to to look at um, any particular chapter, and I'm looking at chapter three, part one, the triple moon goddess, uh, here the little catch and I have here is remember there are only two things without limits, femininity and the means to explore it. And that quote is from the movie La Femme Nikita. And that's really how Bridget can help you. Um, of course, the other goddesses can help you with this as well, but when you involve the element of fire, you really are changing. Not only does fire add, you know, like the passion aspect to uh, creating and, and helping you with something, but it really, it's, it just it, it ignites you. So here I talk about the maiden, uh, the mother, and the crone, you can add the fire aspect to each and every one of these phases. So if you're if you're new to something, maybe you start a new job, maybe you're in a new relationship with yourself, with other people. <clears throat> excuse me. You may think, how can I become a trailblazer in this aspect? How can I live up to the fullest potential in this relationship? Well, you can communicate with with Bridget. You can ask her. 
you know, God is Bridget, and you can do this um, while you can create a sacred space. You know, you can just uh, you can involve the angel, Archangel Michael, and ask them to clear the space, and then, you know, make it sacred, and then you can just focus your energy. A way you can do that, just close your eyes. You can fold your hands. You can um, bring your your hands together as if you're praying and just, you know, take a deep breath. You know, God is Bridget, please help me be a trailblazer in this relationship. Please help me to live the best I can, live to the fullest in this relationship. Help me to experience, you know, this relationship as a whole. Things like that. That will help you get involved in in the relationship more and other aspects. So if we were to take a deep breath... And this release, you can think about some of the questions you would ask Goddess Bridget. Because she is really about illumination, right? Lighting that pathway for us, helping us to understand what goes on, helping us to see what needs to be seen. In Chapter 2, Part 2, I give a, a list of um ways you can connect with the goddesses. And I talked about this last Friday. So chapter two is called Invoking the Goddess and Goddess Rituals. And I I wrote there uh, right under the title, the location is of no importance so long as the connection is there. And that's true. You you could go to, um, you know, the spiritual hotspots to connect with the goddesses. You know, you can go to places in Ang- or um, places in yeah in England and Ireland and uh, Arizona, you know there are a lot of spiritual hot spots. But if you can't make it there because you know it is expensive to travel <laughs> certain places, depending on where you're located in the world, or maybe you just can't, you know you can't leave, you have obligations. You know, just be able to hold the intention is is good. You know the spiritual hot spots, which are just like. Um, you can consider it a bit of a vortex of energy. So it's like a bonus. If you were to think of it from a gaming aspect, it's like the bonus level, you know, or a power-up. It's just extra energy there. But that's okay. If you cannot, you know, physically or, you know, financially go to these spots, that's okay. This is why I made this chapter as simple as possible. So uh, for for Bridget... I have here you will require a picture of Bridget or of a lit candle because, again, she's associated with the sacred flame. So you want a visual, and this is for visual people, right? You know, because I'm a visual person. I would much more like to have a picture of the goddess, right? A, A red candle or a white candle, okay? And then you can say words like, uh, and I invoke you, goddess Bridget, into my sacred space space to grant me the ability to illuminate my path. And that's what we want. We want our path illuminated so that way we can understand, we can have foresight, all that greatness. So let's just take a deep breath and then release release anything and everything that we may think may block our path. And then we just as Bridget for signs and symbols. So let's just take a moment, take a deep breath, and then I'll be quiet, and you can just ask her, what do I need to see? What do I need to know? How can I illuminate my path? So take a deep breath. 
release and ask the questions. All right. So if if you felt as though you didn't receive a message, you didn't get anything, that's okay. Sometimes it takes more uh, tries, more practice to receive um, images, hear messages, receive gut feelings, all that greatness. So don't beat yourself up if, you know, just under a minute's time you didn't receive, you know, a, a message in its various forms. That's okay. This show is recorded. <laughs> okay, so you can download this uh, episode if you want through Blog Talk Radio, or excuse me, re-listen if you want. And the show is available on iTunes, so as a podcast, so no worries there. <clears throat> For all of you who are, you know, the, the part of the senses, the central people, and all that greatness, there is a section uh, called Flowers and the Goddess. So under Chapter Seven. Moon Cycles and Other Associations of the Goddess, of part three of the book. The one section is called Flowers and the Goddess. So basically what I did was I meditated and I asked the goddesses, what flowers would you like to be associated with you for this book? And for Bridget, I received the, oh gosh, <laughs> for Courage, the Warathia. Hopefully I pronounced that right. My goodness. And it's interesting because... um when I was meditating, I remember at the time saying, I probably do not know how to pronounce this properly. <laughs> it's probably War Afria, something like that. But um, I just received the message, just write it anyway because it's not for you. So <laughs> I would have picked something that I would be able to pronounce off the bat. But, again, it's not for me. It's for the person who needs to read this section of the book. And, again, that flower deals with courage and that's really what you need if you want your path illuminated you need the courage to have that you know sight to be willing to to embrace what you see because what we're asking for is illumination on our path because we're in a spot where, where we believe we are stuck right so we need the courage to want to see the right direction some people don't want to move on you know so we need that courage there and then the courage to walk the path you know, so it's a lot of courage involved when 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 the truth, the light, the way, et cetera, et cetera, is presented to us. 
So next here are the crystals. So just as I did with the flowers, I meditated asking, what crystals would you like to be associated with you for this book? And for, <clears throat> excuse me, for Bridget, I received the fire a gate, fire element, spiritual strength. So again, it's all about having strength. And as, as I stated in the beginning of this book, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotion going on. It's going to be a tense emotion. It's going to be, you know, gentle emotion. But just, most of all, it's going to be a lot of experiences going on. So that's what you can expect uh, from having a copy of To Be Goddess. And this book can be purchased through my website. So if you're if you're a, a Google or a Google, if you're an Amazon person or a Barnes and Noble person, that's fine. You can go to those websites. But um, for more detailed description and to read the reviews, uh, several people did blog post reviews on my book. I now just posted on my website. So if you want. Uh, a, a separate opinion, you know, about my book, you can go to my website. It's violetsanctuaryspot.com forward slash books, and you can read what people wrote about my book. And there are four tabs there for you to purchase my book. There's the, the two tabs for the e-books, whether you're a Kindle or Nook person. And then there are the physical copies you can purchase through Amazon or Barnes & Noble if you're an Amazon or Barnes & Noble person. <clears throat> So the next goddess we will be discussing on the spiritual journey here is Athena. So I really like Athena. I discovered Athena um, through Doreen Virtue's book, um, Goddesses and Angels, I believe is the name of that book. I'm looking over at one of my bookshelves now to see if I see the book. I think it's, I may have took it out because I was probably reading it again. But yeah, I think, I believe it's called Goddesses and Angels. And what happened was uh, Doreen Virtue basically traveled around the world and she was connecting with goddesses and various angels. And um, there's one section where she was talking about Athena. And I really thought that that section was very interesting and important, and I started connecting more. Oh, I just saw the book. Let me get it. And I just started connecting more and more and more with Athena. Actually, it is in the bibliography section. Let me see here. So I flip back. Let's see. I use several, reference several during virtue books here. Yes, Doreen Virtue, Goddesses and Angels, Awakening Your Inner High Priestess and Sorceress. Sor yes, yeah, Sorceress. Yep. Yeah, so that's a really good book. And so um, I was there to receive uh, messages from Athena, and I just started working more with her just to gain that more wisdom, uh, a different approach to um, – addressing situations, finding solutions, helping people, and so forth. So uh, Athena is a Grecan goddess of wisdom, arts, and crafts. She is a warrior goddess. I mean, and, and we've seen pictures of, of Athena where she's, you know, geared up for war, and she would have, like, a, a nice sword and, and other things like that. So her symbols are a golden shield and a helmet, the number seven, a black pigeon, olive, or, olive tree, and an owl. Um. When I meditate with Athena or I ask her questions, 
it's just as if I hear um it's almost like a song. It's 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 just like it's, the melody is really nice and the energy is really delightful, but it's still strong. It's almost as if there's a stern but fair mother talking to you, or a stern but fair old friend who you looked at look up to as as a mentor. You know, um, that's that's the vibe that I get from uh, Athena, and I really like it because. Working with, you know, goddesses, you know, energies, even if you're working with other divine beings, the energy is just so, 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 so different. And it can be intimidating. For example, when I was listening to one of Doreen Virtue's um, CDs, oh, I can't remember which one, and it was working with the archangels, um, I actually fell asleep listening to it, not because it was boring, but because the energy was just so calming and probably because uh, on a spiritual level, um, my higher self just thought if I were to relax and go to sleep, I would receive more messages because when we are asleep, it is easier for us to receive messages. Our defensive walls, you know, aren't as, you know, high, right? It's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to expect, what I'm going to see. You know, all that goes away. So anyway... I was listening to one of her CDs, and well, actually, I it was on, it was through my, uh, I think I, I burned it on my my laptop, so I had to had um on my iPod or something like that. Yeah, but anyway, uh, this was a while ago, and um, I fell asleep, and I woke up. I felt this intense, strong energy. It, it woke me up, and I opened my eyes, and I saw these dark purple sparkles just swirling around and it was sort of like a purple kind of mist amongst so it was like the the sparkles and then the purple mist and I wasn't scared everything was just like purpley my entire living room just glowed purple so it was just like the archway um which separated the the dining room from the kitchen that archway was purple um the the tv it was like a purple aura around the tv and paintings the whole thing was purple the living room and the dining room was just purple it was intense energy, but I wasn't afraid. So, you know, each energy is different. So Athena is more of an even-tempered energy, where Bridget is more intense energy. When I did um, one ritual uh, working with the goddesses, I just focused on Bridget, and wham, <laughs> the, it, the energy was just intense. It was just like she was right there. So, well, she was, and the energy is just really intense, but... It's a it's a nice energy. I wasn't afraid. It was an it was a welcoming energy. It was as if um, you you were receiving a bear hug from a relative you haven't seen in a while. You know, like a tense but loving energy. But with the Athena, it's more of an even toned energy. So if we wanted to uh, work with Athena and and figure out okay what what's one simple, easy, you know, way I can work with Athena and um, and receive messages. I broke that down for you. So, again, it's in Chapter uh, 2, Part 2, and it, I just right here what you would need, a picture of a, Athena or of a fig, and that's for people who are, you know, visual people. They need to see that in order to connect. Um, a green, white, or blue candle because these are some of the colors associated with Athena. And then you can say words like, I invoke you, goddess Athena, into my sacred space to grant me the power of wisdom. And that's what you can do. You can say these words 
in order to connect. It's just like when you call a friend, you ask them, hey, how are you? You want to hang out when you have a request or something you want to do, you ask them a question. So we could take a deep breath and release, and then we can ask the question, Athena, can you help me with this? I need wisdom in this area, and so forth. So, again, take a deep breath. I'll be quiet for a little while, and you can start asking questions and receive messages, symbols, and so forth. So let's take a deep breath and ask Athena questions. All right, take another deep breath. And don't worry if you didn't receive any messages just yet, as I said earlier, because um, sometimes there, there is more practice that's needed, and that's okay. <clears throat> I also meditated as Athena, what flowers would you like to have associated with you for this book? And the reason why I picked flowers is because Involving flowers in your environment, you know, whether it's on a desk at work, in the corner of your house somewhere, um, in, in your bedroom, whatever, flowers have a particular energy that really is a great booster to your senses, to your aura, to the, the whole um, ambiance energy of the room. So I thought that <clears throat> uh, flowers were great, were a great way to... Um, um, really help you, and they they are um, a great means of uh, being that that booster, that sort of game changer, and it's just really an add-on of energies. So it, it's think about it as uh, when you see movies where there's a great war about to happen, and you know the, the kingdom has this great castle with the high wall. So the high walls would be one, gates would be two to enter, and then three you would have your army patrolling the walls, and then they have their own weapons. So that's like four means. So this is just another means to help you. So you have your goddesses, you have the crystals, you have your flowers involved in here. <clears throat> and also there, I talk about moon cycles in the book, lots of great references to help you. So for uh, Athena, you can use the flower jasmine, and jasmine focuses on wisdom. For crystals, you can use the diamonds, a multifaceted, for, for multifaceted wisdom. And diamonds are usually cut, you know, in a multifaceted form. So you could use a diamond to help you connect with uh, Athena. And a way you can do it is just to just hold it in your hand. And you can, again, use the words that I said earlier in the show. You know, Athena, I invoke you. Please help me with this. You know, such and such. Or, you know, if you have a ring, you know, just you could just turn the ring around if you need to fill the, the crystal in your skin. You know, whatever the case may be, you can you can do that. So those are all really great ways to work with Athena to help you with your wisdom. 
The last goddess is goddess Dana, and she is the Irish Celtic goddess of manifestations and alchemy, mother goddess of uh, Tuta de Dinans. Sorry, I've mispronounced it. I've been meaning to, if someone knows how to pronounce it, please email me. But basically, is, uh, um, she's the mother of the elementals, also known as the high priestess of divine magic. So with elementals, you can think of um, leprechauns, the little people, um, stuff like that, or um, divine beings like that. Her symbols are water, wells, fish, the black cauldron filled with water, um, visitations from the elementals, since she is the mother of elementals such as leprechauns. Um, I like da- I like working with Dana because um, the the same night I did the ritual working with Goddess Bridget, I ended up working with um, fairies and, and other um, elementals like leprechauns, and it, it was really cool because I received visions and so forth. And working with with working with uh, Goddess Dana and, um, and the other elementals. Uh, it's very different. Uh, if you are working with elementals like leprechauns and fairies, they will tell you when you're wrong. But also remember that um, some fairies and some leprechauns have uh, um, the rep- reputation of being a little bit mischievous, right? So make sure that you do your research before you begin to communicate with fairies and, and leprechauns because remember they are various fairies and various leprechauns so definitely do your homework but today we are talking about goddess dana so again she's the celtic irish and celtic goddess of manifestation and alchemy so if we want to work on manifestations which is why um one of her symbols is the black cauldron filled with water because a black cauldron filled with water means that we're stirring the pot right we're going to light a fire once we light the fire the water will not be the same the molecules change you know it's, it's hot it's heat you know so um, we're, we're transitioning, we're attracting, we're manifesting things, people, events into our life, which is why I like working with um, uh, these goddesses. And just to reflect back on the maiden, the mother, and the crone, the maiden, uh, Athena, Bridget, uh, there's also other goddesses here that I listed, but since today we're talking about Athena, Bridget, and Dana, um, under the maiden category, Athena and Bridget apply. The mother, Bridget and Dana, because she is the mother of elementals. And remember that uh, Bridget is the triple moon. She represents the triple moon goddess as well as another goddess who we, who we, we will be talking about next week. And then the crone, again, is Bridget for this week. So that's just to, to give you um, examples of how these goddesses play a role in our lives. So if you are in the maiden um, aspect of your life, you may want to work with Athena or Bridget. Mother aspect of your life, Bridget or Dana. The crone aspect of your life, Bridget. So if we were to flip to, again, to the chapters where we can figure out which flower we can use and crystal to use for the goddesses. For Dana, it would be the sweet pea, which is for wish granting, and the dianthus, which is for manifesting. Crystal-wise, we will use the serpentine, and it's good for Celts, 
an earth element. So if you want to uh, use those crystal or that crystal or those flowers, you can definitely do so. To communicate or a way to communicate with Dana for manifestations, again, you can get a picture of Dana or the elves, fairies, leprechauns, um, a dark green candle because she's really uh, closely associated with earth elements or the, the, uh, the element of earth. Um, and then you can say, I invoke you, Goddess Dana, into my sacred space to grant me the ability to be a great manifester. And and that's what we really, we really want to do. You know, there have been times where we, where we have done, you know, the wishful thinking and and then people tell us, be careful what you wish for. Well, with manifestations, you're not wishing for anything. You're saying, this is what I want in my life. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're taking more control of what's going on in your life as opposed to just saying I would love for this to happen and let it be a um, a kind of a whim, you know, thing like oh, you know, this would be nice if that happened, and that's that. And then think about other things. So let's just take a moment to uh, just take a deep breath. <sighs> Release, and then think, what are some things that you would ask Goddess Dana? You know, are you close, closely related to elves and fairies and leprechauns? Um, do you consider yourself part of the, the elemental world? You know, are you a person who loves being outdoors and feel like you connect so much better with animals and so forth, like, people, like other day people? <laughs> How do you consider yourself? So let's just take a deep breath. All right, I'll be quiet for a minute, and then you can ask Dana these questions. All right, and so again, just as a follow-up, if you didn't receive, you know, your your messages, it's okay. The show is recorded, you know. Again, sometimes it takes a little while. I know that um, some of the messages I received were just, like, gut feelings on what to do. So this is also part of you understanding how you receive messages. If you are a clairvoyant, then you're going to clearly see a message, make it a symbol. If you are clear cognizant, you'll just know you know, you, a thought will enter your mind. If you're clear sentient, you get a feeling, a gut feeling to do something. If you're clear audience, you'll hear something. So this is this is all just ways um, you will receive messages. And you might even, <clears throat> excuse me, overhear a conversation. Uh, one of the best examples I, I have given regarding overhearing people talk uh, was a time when I was going to work and I was a bit stressed out. And, uh, and a crazy, a, a crazy, apparently crazy guy was on the sub. I just now classify him as an angel. And 
So he was saying all these weird things. It, it was it was only weird because it was a bit out of place. He was making references to basketball and references to women working. And then he, out of the blue, he just said, say the serenity, serenity prayer. And I thought to myself, how random. Out of all the, the random crazy words he was or situation he was meshing together, he just he sat across from, from me, and I think he had a butter knife on him. I don't know. It was just weird. He was just it was everything about him was just weird. And um, he just said, "Say the serenity prayer." And and I I wasn't afraid of him. I didn't feel scared. I was just concerned because he was just saying these crazy things. So I never heard of the serenity prayer. Uh, when I got to work, I I googled it because I was underground. I didn't have internet access, so I'm on my phone and I'm googling the serenity prayer. And my God, it's a beautiful prayer. I include it on my in my book. I have it tattooed on my inner arm. And that prayer helped me through that day because it was this one event that happened at work. It had nothing to do with me. It was just something I was tired of hearing from a coworker that just kept just going on and on and on and on and on. And I just needed to get work done. It was just highly distracting. I couldn't take my work and move it elsewhere. And it was just too much. But anyway, I just kept saying the serenity prayer. And for those who don't know, um, the serenity prayer is just goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that was spot on because I couldn't change anything at that moment. I couldn't change my work situation. I couldn't take my computer <laughs> and move it to another desk. That that couldn't work, right? Uh, but I did have the courage to say the serenity prayer to myself. I had the courage to take a break. You know, I had the courage to take a deep breath. You know, and and accepted things. I, I accepted that I couldn't change my you know situation situation overall, but I can change myself how I handle the situation. So that prayer was very 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 timely, and that's just another way you will receive messages. So uh, don't beat yourself up if in a minute time span you didn't receive a message. Okay, um, your message may come later today, but you opened yourself to receive a message or messages. So I just want to read a little bit of chapter one because it's very important and uh, this is the reason why um, I made this the chapter one. <laughs> so chapter one is just called To Be God. It's, just, it's the first half of the title, right? It's the, the main title and, and then, you know, the subtitle. But uh, To Be God is and underneath To Be God, I wrote, God protect me, God is nurture me. And that just has to do with the the energies of the male and the female. And I wrote, I believe that every woman is a goddess. And this is true. (laughs) The other one who wrote it. (laughs) Many just need to remember their connection to spirit. Here's what I have realized through my personal experience and spiritual journey. One, some women just have to remember who they are, a glorious goddess. Two, Little girls are goddesses as well, but they are at a stage of the very young maiden. Three, some women have worries about being called divine, being overpowering, or standing out. Four, some women are well into their goddess power and know exactly what they want. Five, every woman has her niche. And six, we are all connected. So I just thought that was th- those, those bullet points were very, 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 very important because so many people have so many hang-ups about the term goddess and what it means to them and what's the universal meaning and 
all this other craziness. But it doesn't matter if your aunt is a crazy, crazy aunt that causes drama in your family. She can be the goddess of chaos, okay? <laughs> and and I talk about this in the book, you know, or if you have um, one uncle that just maybe he's um, – you know the the well-to-do uncle. Okay, fine. That that's fine. Or maybe you have a crazy cousin, and you know everyone has their own role. But just because someone is, uh, you know, seemingly crazy and different than you, doesn't mean that they're any less. That's just that crazy, crazy person. And you know, maybe they're just like I said. She's just the goddess of chaos. You know, I mean, where there's good, there's also bad. So if we acknowledge that, then we can better address the issues, right? So then I wrote, over the years, I I have learned that no matter what others may might believe or say, there is, for many, an undeniable need and want to pursue something magical, something greater than ourselves, and in most cases, we know exactly or partly what it is. We just feel like there is something more, like we are meant to do more, and are completely capable of it. Often... We may call these feelings our gut instincts, but it is actually our gifts, our intuition, the goddess, among other divine beings, guiding and nurturing us to remember who we are and what our mission on this on this planet, and what our what our mission is on this planet. So, the more we we read and do our research and so forth, the more we can discover what our purpose truly is, or purposes. We can have more than one, and. This really is um, just examples of how these goddesses work with us, how in part two will we begin to create our our profile, how all that plays along, and then we can move on and you know, apply what we learn, teach others, and so forth. So the next paragraph is that what does to be goddess really mean and how does it apply to you? Let's break down the phrase and the title of my book to see. The phrase to be is like saying you have been chosen. It is similar to saying I am. For instance, I am divine. Ooh, how do you feel when you say that, I am divine? We can further break down the phrase to be to he is, she is, they are, and so forth. But for this book, we will focus on I am or I am chosen. And that's just really just the verb to be. I remember when I took French etra. You know, the verb to be is just breaking it down. I am, he is, she is, they are. Um, now let's put it in its meaningful, in a meaningful affirmation. I know that I am chosen to be a glorious goddess. Let's say that. I know that I am chosen to be a glorious goddess. Or, I am a glorious goddess. How do you know you are chosen? Well, you're a female with great intuition. That has been, turning the page, given to you by spirit. That's how. So step up and claim your goddess birthright and live the goddess life. So it's really about you living the life you're truly meant to live. I just believe that um, once we get to remember who we are, we can definitely begin to see everything that we're meant to see, live our life, and so forth. And I even read, so what I'm going to read here is just the first paragraph of Chapter 2. Part two, uh, rediscovering your origins. When sleeping woman wakes, mountains move, a Chinese proverb. Actually, I remember earlier I was saying chapter two. So 
Invoking the Goddess and Goddess Rituals is Chapter 2, Part 3. I think I might have said Chapter 2, Part 2 earlier in the show. Part 3 is the Goddess You Will Continue to Be. So Invoking the Goddess and Goddess Rituals is Part 2, Chapter 3. Part, excuse me, Chapter 2, Part 3. Chapter 2, Part 2, Rediscovering Your Origins. Again, it's when sleeping women wake, mountains move. And that's a Chinese proverb. Each goddess has a point of origin. For example, Aphrodite, the goddess of love, beauty, and sex, is Grecan. However, she is from sea foam, as her name implies. In a way, we can associate our origins with the sea as well. For example, we are mostly made up of water. While in the womb, we are surrounded by water, and we need water to survive. What I would like for you to do is ask about the day when you were born and then think about the day you knowingly began your spiritual journey. These are two different births, and that will trigger an awakening process because you will be tapping into the depths of, your, of the physical, and you will also be tapping into the depths of your spiritual, the spiritual you, essentially. Thus, remembering who you truly are and what you are meant to do on this beautiful planet. And I also address... If you were adopted, maybe you don't know about the day of your birth. I talk about that later. So, again, dealing with these goddesses and so forth will help you understand the true you. You will learn different aspects of yourself. You can work with these goddesses during different stages of your life. And you will begin to see how everything applies. Um, if you're dealing with difficulties and other things, then you will be able to have these references to help you um, understand. So I'm looking at the list of goddesses here, and this is in Chapter 1. Yes, Aphrodite comes in later. So let's see. I will read the To Be Goddess Sacred Prayer, which I created uh, let's see. <clears throat> to be goddess, sacred prayer. Goddess, help me to remember who I am and what it is I'm meant to do. Grant me wisdom, clairvoyance, compassion, strength, and the ability to understand what needs to be done without further ado. Illuminate my path to show me the way. Show me how to use my gifts by visiting me in my dreams every night and every day. To be goddess is the path. To be goddess is who I am. To be goddess is a way of life for me. I bathe in the elements and reconnect with all that is. I radiate beauty and light for all eternity. <sighs> Deep breath, right? <laughs> so, again, um, those are the three goddesses for this week. Um, and, you know, a couple of chapters there for you. Um, I can't wait to get to next week's uh, goddesses because... Um, there's some very interesting stories I'd like to share with you. Um, when I was introduced to the goddesses, next we are Kali, Lilith, and Caridawin. And these are very, very intense goddesses. Um, so be prepared um, for Bridget, Athena, and Dana. Thank you. And for the goddess messages, I know last week I did um, separate messages. Um, this week I, I received a bit of a collective message. And I just keep seeing the little fig and, and like a bird, almost like a dove, like an olive dove and a fig. So um, even though that's basically centered around Athena's um, symbols, what I'm, what I'm getting is that the goddesses want you to be of balance, not just imbalance, but 
you know, be that balance. And being in, in, in balance doesn't mean that you have to very hardcore work towards, you know, drinking your eight ounces, eight ounces of whatever glasses of water a day and, you know, getting your at least 30 minutes exercise. Being of balance is figuring out what's balance for you. How do you define balance? How would you wash away certain things in, in, in your life promote healing, and then begin a trailblazer to something new. You know, because once you begin to wash away the old, there's no coming back. That stain is gone. You know, even if you've been emotionally, you know, hurt and, and there's that, you know, the scar that's left, you know, from the healing process, it's a kind reminder, but um, there's a pathway to healing. Having that scar doesn't mean that, you know, you're you're ignoring, you know, it's like, oh my god, I can't be had a scar. It's just it's just the I just kept hearing like a patch of honor just to, to show that you survived. You know, the healing process happened, you know, the scar is no longer open. And that's part of what the fig, the olive and the dove means, like a rebirth, a beginning, you know, uh abundance, um abundance of um Things just starting anew, um, nurturing, all, all that greatness happening. And that's just the message that I'm getting that um, I keep getting, like, out at sea. So while we're out at sea, you know, figuring out what can we do new, trying to go on this spiritual cleanse, right, because we're out at sea, we're, we're floating in our intuition figuring out things, eventually we'll find that land and and start anew. So this week is, you know, if we were to put these messages into perspective, this weekend, you know, focus on being of balance. What does being balanced mean to you? And look for new territory. How can you start anew? How can you wash away the old? And even if you have a scar, you know, it's okay. It just showed that you survived. You made it. It's okay. So, or it, at least it will be okay because the road to healing, um, you know, again, it, it, it varies for each person. Some people can can fully heal, you know, and be okay within a year, and some it might take three years. You know, there's a lot of stuff to go through. So, deep breath. Wow, I just had to take a deep breath myself. So, again, I'm, I'm very, 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 very happy to have published this book finally writing this book was a very emotional process i'm glad to have done it um for those of you who have been writing in to me and you know creating the blog post and so forth thank you so much uh someone sent me a picture that she has my book and that really does melt in my heart i love it um again you can go to my website violetsanctuaryspot.com to purchase the book um, tune in next week. We're going to talk about more goddesses and more chapters. It's going to get intense next week. <laughs> so thanks again for tuning in. I want everyone to have a wonderful weekend. And I will see you on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spot. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the moon. 
mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.